Raised by wolves with canine DNA in his blood. Having trained more than 24,000 vets. Helping you and your fur babies thrive. Live in studio, it's Pet Talk Today with Will Bangura. Answering your pet behavior and training questions. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host and favorite pet behavior expert, Will Bangura. Good Saturday morning. It's July 31st. Thanks for tuning in and letting us be part of your Saturday morning. I'm your host, Will Bangura, and you're listening to Pet Talk Today here on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Do you have a crazy cat or an out-of-control dog that desperately needs some training and behavior help? Are you fed up with your pets just not listening? Maybe you've got a cat that just refuses to use the litter box. Maybe you've got a dog that is destructive or hyper. Maybe you've got a dog that's pulling you down the street. Whatever your problem that you have with your pet, whether it's a dog, whether it's a cat, whether it's a rabbit, whether it's a bird, that's what we do here at Pet Talk today. We're here to help you deal with all of those nuisance behaviors. If you'd like help with your pet's behavior, if you'd like help with training your pet, give us a call. If you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area, the number to call is 602-277-5369. That's 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix, you can call us toll-free at 866-536-1100. We're also live streaming on Facebook. Hey, Facebook folks, how are you? Good morning. Good morning, and I am honored to have my co-host with me today. Sitting beside me is Jordan Marsteller. Good morning. Good morning, Will. How are you? How are you? You know, I'm curious because typically there's two co-hosts here. Where's uh where's Brittany at? Well, let me tell you where Brittany is. Brittany recently got married, yeah. as most of you yeah. know, and she's on her long due honeymoon. So she's in <laughs> Hawaii right now with Rick. You know, I I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. Yeah? Yeah. I've been to Hawaii. It's fantastic. You know, I've 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 never been. I wanna go. You know, uh Ruby Ann. Ruby Ann lived in Hawaii for a while. Ah. Yeah. So yeah. she knows all about oh, the, yes, the luau's and the grass skirts and all that wonderful stuff that goes on, yeah. on on the island there. But anyway, we're missing you today, Brittany. Hope you're having a miss wonderful you, time. Um, I don't know. If you've gotten actually out, um, you're on your honeymoon. Right. I'm not sure if you've made it out of the hotel room or <laughs> anything like that. Um, but anyway, enjoy, enjoy, uh, enjoy the uh, honeymoon. Enjoy the uh, island and the ocean and uh, the well-deserved um, time off. So um, if you are listening to our podcast, because every week we record the show here on 1100 KFNX, and we upload that to the Pet Talk Today podcast. Uh, be sure never to miss one of our episodes by subscribing to Pet Talk Today, and you can do that at any of the uh, platforms that that uh, you listen to your podcast. And do us a favor, if you are a regular listener to Pet Talk Today, if you listen to our podcast 
do us a favor, do us a solid. Please give us a review. We'd love to get your reviews. It's your reviews that allow us to rank higher in, in the podcast and allow more and more people to be able to get help uh, with their pets. Um, today, we are going to be obviously taking your calls, um, answering your questions. If you've got um, a question, um, you can give us a call. Again, that number is 602-277-5369. That's 602-277-KFNX. Outside of Phoenix, you can call us toll-free at 866-536-1100. Also, if you are watching us on Facebook Live and you've got a question about your pet, then go ahead and in the comment section, you can uh, type your questions. We'll either try to get to them live during today's show or during our breaks. We'll be talking to our Facebook folks uh, during our breaks. Share if you are on Facebook and you're watching us live stream, uh, be sociable. Share, yes, let share your it. Friends it's a and social media know. platform. Yeah. Um, so today, if um, we have time, I'm actually today and next week. Um, I want to talk about and discuss the how and the what you need to do when you get a new puppy. Yes, Will. This is a very important topic. I. Well, I'm, it's a, I'm a little, I'm going to be selfish here. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's um, hear it. A lot has changed in a week's time. Right. Okay. Right. All of a sudden, um, we're getting a new puppy. You know, this, I, I just, I, I just want to say, folks, that Will Bangura <laughs> getting a new puppy. You know, I, I've met his dog, Boo. Wonderful, wonderful, beautiful dog. Boo is amazing. You know, this dog is, how many dogs has Boo met in her life? Who has met two dogs? Two dogs, folks. And the fact plenty. that you are willing to that's get plenty. another dog. Well, here's the thing. Um, I was okay with not having another dog. You Absolutely. Know, you know, um, we want to do more travel. It was for Amadou, wasn't it? Well, here's the thing. Amadou, my my son, um, he th- he's going to be going away to college. Okay. 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 He's nervous that Boo is going to suffer. Okay. He's going to be depressed when right. he leaves. And right. we've got to get a, a dog for Boo, a plane. Yeah. Okay. So that was part of it. But the other part, my wife, who, by the way, has never owned a dog. Okay. Okay. Right. Never owned a dog. And I happened to get married when I was dogless because my Belgian Malinois had passed away. Yeah. And, um, you know, I started dating my wife. We got married. She's got a terrible allergy to dogs. Yeah. My son Amadou's got even a worse allergy to dogs. So what are you going to do? I, well, after I lobbied for months and months, I was able to get a hypoallergenic dog. Okay. And okay. that was Boo, the miniature schnauzer. Um, and now all of a sudden, my my wife, who was not a dog person, who said, well, I'll, I'll love the dog because you love dogs, who's just fallen head over heels in love with Boo. So crazy about this dog issue, uh-huh. you know, that I've taken second place, which is okay. I, I get that. I, I get that. That's why sometimes I like to play that song, you know, love me like you love our dog. That's or, right. Love me like you love my dog. Right. So, but she wanted her own puppy. Yeah. I want my own puppy. I want a puppy, she says, that will love me more than love you. Right. 
Well, now she's backtracking. I don't know. It's okay if the puppy loves you. But see, what it was is that when when I got Boo, I traveled to go get Boo. Right. Picked up Boo. We went to Pennsylvania. You know, we weathered the the the, the rain. We weathered COVID in New Jersey. <laughs> we flew out of New Jersey right when COVID was at its you know peak. Um, and you know, we fly all the way back. And and of course, you know, then I took like a month off. Right. Like, like every day, constantly with this dog, doing everything that needs to be done. Yeah. To raise a happy and healthy puppy. Well, of course, the puppy bonded with me and fell in love with me. Of course. More than more than them and. Well, now they want a puppy of their own that's going to just love them more than me. And so there's this concern. The puppy's still going to love you more than us. Right. And I'm like, look, I'll leave. I'll, I'll leave. I'll, go I'll, to Hawaii. There we go. go. Play the blue Hawaii again. Play the blue Hawaii again. So what I could do is rather than, you know, um, there you go. So, honey... I know you said you didn't want me to leave. You wanted me to stay, but I, I told you I could pack my bags. There we go. I could go send me to a beautiful resort. I deserve it, babe. I think so. I, I deserve think so. it. You know, <laughs> I, I'm willing. I'm willing to suffer. I'm willing to suffer for you. Anyway, I'm Will Bangora, and we'll talk more about. Me suffering with my wife wanting uh, a new puppy. But we need to take a quick break uh, to hear from our sponsors. Um, but when we come back, we will be taking your calls. I think we've got a caller uh, yeah, on the line. Brenda from Mesa. Brenda and Mesa. When we come back from a break, you will be up first. So don't go anywhere. And when we come back, we'll be talking about uh, the do's and don'ts, how to raise a successful puppy. And then also pet talk news. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. You got to listen to this, Jordan. Listen to this yeah. song. Yeah, All listen right. to the words here. You never want this to happen. Okay. Never. Watch for this. Watch for this. You say you never met my wife You ain't never seen her before <laughs> Say you ain't been hanging around my crib Well, here's something I want to know Yeah, I want to know what in the world is going down uh-huh. How come my dog don't bark when you come around? Oh, how come my dog don't bark when you come around? That's a good question Well, those questions and more today on Pet Talk today. Hey, I'm your host, Will Bangura. Thanks for staying with us. If you are just joining us, as I said, you're listening to Pet Talk today here on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. If you've got a question about your pet's behavior, maybe you've got a dog or a cat that's out of control, uh, whatever the behavior problem is, whatever kind of pet you have, we want to hear from you. We want to help you finally put an end to those nuisance behaviors. So give us a call. If you're in Phoenix or the surrounding area, the number to call is 602-277-5369. That's 602-277-KFNX. Those outside of Phoenix can call toll-free at 866 536 1100. As I said, we are going to be taking your calls. Um, also, we are going to be talking about um, getting a new puppy. What Absolutely. do you do? How do you begin that process of uh, 
raising and developing a healthy and happy puppy and keep your sanity as well. However, I think... Yeah, uh, right now I'm pretty certain we have a caller on the line, Brenda from Mesa. Brenda from Mesa. Hey, Brenda, welcome to Pet Talk today. How can we help you? Do you have a question for us? I uh, adopted a, I would say a rescue puppy about uh, two weeks ago. She's a year and a half old. She's a mini golden doodle. Um, This is her fourth home she's been in. And she's suffering from severe separation anxiety. Um, We can't leave her alone. Uh, we have to work. Uh, she wants somebody constantly by her side, and she's not crate trained. Um, do you have any tips on? I do. I do, and okay. and we we specialize in all kinds of anxiety, fears, phobias. We specialize in aggression at Phoenix Dog Training, the company that I own, um, and you can. Jordan and I were dealing with lots of separation anxiety clients right now. Um, a lot of pandemic puppies that uh, people got uh, the highest number of dog adoptions and dog purchases ever in the history of the United States happened during the pandemic. And we've got more and more dogs and a lot of them got separation anxiety. Now, um, you might not like my answers. That's the okay. whole thing. Okay, because right. there's a right way and a wrong way to to deal with this. But the first question I need to ask you, what does this separation anxiety look like? Exactly. Are we talking about a dog that's just crying? Um, are we talking about a dog that is frantically destroying the home when you're gone? What does this look like? Give me some details. Paint the picture for Jordan and myself because we're not there. We haven't seen it. How, what right. does this look like? Um, well, uh, she she won't go outside by herself to go to the bathroom, so she'll um, she'll hold it and then go in the house. And then when we have to leave, or even like to go grocery shopping, um, we leave and she just howls and barks, and we're in a in an apartment. Uh, or like a duplex house mm-hmm. and the neighbors are starting to complain mm-hmm. and just gets real nervous and probably from her other homes, um, they kept her outside mm-hmm. um, one of the homes and um, they were home during the pandemic, one of the families. Um, she's as calm as can be when you're around her, but when you leave, uh, She's peeing and pooping in the house and crying and just gets real nervous and probably runs back and forth and um, does that the whole day we're gone. Gotcha. Okay. And you said you've had the dog for two weeks. Is that correct? Right. Okay, perfect. And you said it's not crate trained. Have you tried to crate train? Uh, No. Okay. We we did put her in her one night to go to the movies, and she was just howling and scratching at the cage. So. Did, did she harm herself? You know, some dogs will get so frantic, they'll be scratching at the cage, and their pads will get tore up. They'll get bloody. Some of them, sometimes their nose will get tore up. Some dogs have even broken a tooth trying to get yep. out. Any of that going on with your dog? 
Uh, no, because as soon as we heard her crying and mm-hmm. we turned back around and, and didn't go to the movies. Got it. Got it. Okay. What's the yeah. longest that she has been, um, by herself, completely by herself with you guys being gone? Uh, probably about four hours. Okay. And do you know what happened the entire four hours you were gone? No. Okay. We don't. Okay, got it. Just, One of the things play. that can be, you know, I don't know if you have a neighbor that you're friendly with that mm-hmm. could tell you. Um, most dogs, now I'm not saying your dog doesn't have separation anxiety, it certainly sounds like it, but most dogs with separation anxiety, um, it's relatively mild. They usually cry and whine for the first 15 minutes um, and then they're done with it. Now that's why I ask you, hey, do you know what happens the entire time that you're gone? Because that makes a big difference on how we're going to address this, how we're going to treat this, how severe it is. You know, if we've got a dog that's crying for four hours, if we've got a dog that would hurt themselves in a crate, um, if we've got a dog that is peeing and pooping and destroying the house, you know, that's pretty severe. And then we also have to take into consideration your lifestyle. You do live in an apartment and, you know, we want you to be able to keep your place. We don't want you to be evicted. We don't want, you know, complaint after complaint after complaint. Um, but the first thing with separation anxiety is you've got to put an end to the absence. And nobody wants to hear that because that's the hardest thing. Yeah. The dog will never get over separation anxiety if it's severe by us continuing to leave. Until we've done the work, until we've done the work on the separation anxiety to teach the dog that it doesn't need to have anxiety when you're leaving. But between now and the time that all that work is done, we can't have absence because that is going to exacerbate the problem. So Mm -hmm. what does that mean? Well, I don't know. Does that mean that You have to have a friend or a family member come in. I don't know. Does that mean you have a pet sitter that comes in? I don't know. Does that mean uh, you take your dog with you to work if you have the ability? I don't know. That is something where you've got to be creative. And I know it's not easy. Some people it's easy. They they got somebody that can just jump in and watch it. But so I shouldn't I shouldn't say that because maybe it is for you. I don't know. But that's the first step right there. Then the second step is, okay, now we begin to work on the separation anxiety. And we have to ask ourselves something. If it's very severe, should we be talking to our veterinarian about medication along with doing behavior modification? Um, What are some signs that you might think about medication? Well, if your dog is hurting themselves, if your dog is panicking and, and just screaming and crying for hours on end and never stops. Um, if you come home and, uh, there's wet s- spots all over the, and I'm not talking about pee, but I'm talking about a dog that was drooling and, and hyper salivating and, and all over the place. That's a dog having a panic attack. Um, maybe because you got to get things done faster and you live in an apartment. Sorry. I know there's going to be people out there. They're going to be angry at me saying, why are you saying medicate the, the dog? 
just because he's in the apartment. Well, what happens if they got to surrender the dog uh, to a shelter because they can't keep the right. dog, folks? All right. This dog is already on house number four. All right. And so and so that's why I mentioned that, too. There's some good medications now. That's not a substitute for doing the work. You still got to do the work. You still have to avoid the absence. But when it comes to doing the work, um, you've got to do very short absences. And you have to, when you leave, when you come home, you got to be the most boring individual in the world. You cannot be exciting at all. You cannot. You have got to be extremely boring. All right. You want to just sneak away, slip away from the puppy for 30 seconds and come back. Don't Mm -hmm. reward the puppy. That is old school stuff. I'm not saying it won't work, but I'm doing something new and it's working faster, much, much, much faster. Don't reward the puppy. You leave for a very short period of time. Even if it's for a second, you pop back in. But don't acknowledge the puppy when you come back into view. Don't acknowledge the puppy when you leave you've got to be extremely boring and what will even help during this process is if you're not giving the puppy much love praise affection attention while you're doing this throughout the day be boring okay be something that the dog doesn't look forward to or, or not that be something that the dog doesn't care about missing so to speak. Right, right. Okay? We're not saying, a, like, ignore the dog entirely, but just, if you're really amping this dog up all day long, this puppy is going to miss you a lot when you leave. Be, I, you know, I'll go, I'll go beyond, Jordan. I'm going to say give this dog the cold shoulder for Ooh, two okay, weeks. Okay. Give the dog the cold shoulder for two weeks. Get in and out, you know, yeah, short sure. duration. One second, two seconds, three seconds. I'm sorry? What eight? I don't know if the caller, I'm, I'm hearing something. I don't know if she came off or not. But um, you've got to do very short absences, one, two, three seconds, come back. And you got to do a lot of that. And then when your puppy doesn't care about three seconds, you got to do 10 seconds. Then you got to do 20 seconds and 30. And it's a very slow, gradual process, little by little. We need to take a quick break for news. But when we come back, we'll be taking more of your calls answering more of your questions. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Whose favorite, favorite toy is his monkey? Is her monkey? Monkey. Can the monkey, can your monkey do the dog? I think that's by Rufus King. No, we don't know. That's an oldie, oldie. Well, welcome back, everybody. Thanks for staying with us. If you are just joining us, I'm Will Bangora. And I'm Jordan Marsteller. And you're listening to Pet Talk today here on 1100. So Rufus Thomas. Rufus Thomas. Ah. All right. Rufus Thomas. Uh, That was uh, Can Your Monkey Do the Dog? Anyway, I'm Will Bangora. And beside me, as we just said, is Jordan Marsteller. And you're listening to Pet Talk Today on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. You can also join us on Facebook and go to Facebook Live if you 
uh, pull up uh, and do a search on Facebook for Pet Talk Today. We are live right now on Facebook. We're also answering your questions, Facebook. So if you are watching in the comment section, feel free to type in your comments. We cannot, unfortunately, get to all questions. Um, so know that you can contact us if you've got a problem with your dog. Uh, you can give us a call at Phoenix Dog Training or go to our website at phoenixdogtraining.com. That's phoenixdogtraining.com. Um, if you've got a problem with your cat, you can go to my uh, cat behavior website at catbehavioristphoenix.com as well. Um, hopefully you're subscribing to the Pet Talk Today podcast. If you're one of our podcast listeners um, or if you're not, please subscribe to the Pet Talk Today podcast at any uh, podcast platform, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whether that be Spotify, um, any one of them, Stitcher, um, you name it, you can find us by doing a search for Pet Talk Today. And if you're listening to us and you love our podcast, please do us a favor and give us a review. It's your reviews that help more and more people be able to listen to what we have to offer. Um, we are talking today, well, we haven't really got to it yet, but Not about, yet. Not about yet. puppies. And um, when you get a new puppy, what do you do? What are the best practices? But do we have uh, um, Yeah, on actually, we do have somebody Let's on the line Let's take a right call now. first. We have, we have tomorrow. I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this. Tamaria out of Phoenix. Good morning. Welcome to Pet Talk today. Do you have a question for us? How can we help you? Good morning. I do have a question. So I have a five-month-old puppy, uh-huh. and we got him at two months. And he was pretty, he was on the right track, meaning like he was peeing on the pee pads. Mm-hmm. And about a month ago, he decided to stop peeing on the pee pads to pee on the carpet. And mm-hmm. I've used like um, spray mm-hmm. to kind of deter him from peeing on the carpet. And he doesn't seem to care. Okay, gotcha. You know, I, I think I can, I think I can answer this one, Will. We're going to, you know what yeah. I also want you to do though, uh-huh. because, um, that is a good plug for the potty training podcast, Absolutely. which is season one, episode 16. Go to the Pet Talk Today podcast. Do a Google search, Pet Talk Today podcast. Go to season one, episode 16, 45, 45 minutes of nothing but potty training information and right that is something that um unfortunately you've got to start over you got to start over um and i'll tell you right now i'm not a fan jordan's not a fan of potty pads um as far as i'm concerned that teaches a dog that it's okay to use the house as a toilet absolutely um in only very very rare circumstances do i advocate potty pads but 99 percent of the time i think it's more detrimental to potty training um, than actually um, a help to potty training but um, yeah go to the best thing i can do because i don't have 45 minutes to take you through it but you're yep. going to get everything you need to know about potty training your puppy by going to the pet talk today podcast do a google search for that uh Season one, episode 16, everything you need to know about potty training your puppy or dog. Um, before we went to news, I had talked about, you know, my wife is getting a puppy. Yeah. She wants a puppy of her own. First time dog owner. Well, this will be her second. If you count right, boo. right. If you count boo. You count yeah. boo. Um, so I mean, it, I don't think she counts boo, though. <laughs> she loves that dog. Trust she me. does. She, she does, she though. She counts that dog. Um, <laughs> I'm a nervous wreck. Yeah. Because I need to take a back seat 
I really need to take a back seat to make sure that this puppy bonds with them more right. than me. And I, right. and I want that to happen. I really want that to happen. It's just naturally that, you know, the puppy is going to bond with me and I mean, by nature. So you, you I have want, like wolf blood in your DNA. I do have wolf blood might. I was raised by wolves. That's right. Mm-hmm. And I was willing to leave. Yeah. But my wife doesn't want me to leave. And now she's backtracking. Oh, you don't have to take a back seat, but I do. Yeah, I do. And, and yeah. here's the thing. Everybody knows this. There's no way in hell I am going to be able to teach right. her what to do with right. this puppy. Right. Yeah. If, if you ever want to see dysfunction, okay, <laughs> have a dog trainer try to teach one of their family members what to do with, with a family dog. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, that there's no fun in that dysfunctional. Trust no, me. no, because there's, there's some hard decisions that we, that we have to tell our clients and it's like, yeah, it doesn't work when you're trying to tell your wife no, that. No, it doesn't. So, um, we've employed Jordan. Yep. To come on out, you know, we did uh, doggy nine one one. Made yep. the call, made the emergency call. Jordan's going to come out, work with Hannah, work with Amadou. Um, but let's talk about yeah. What 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 do you do? What's the first thing you do when you get a new puppy? Well, my suggestion, the very first step, first step, find yourself a vet. That is step number one. Especially right now. Um, oh, my goodness. It's difficult to get a vet. It's difficult to get in. Um, they're still crazy um, booked out, a lot of them. Yep. Because, again, all these massive amounts of new dogs. Then after you found yourself a vet, maybe get in contact with that vet. Start talking about food, nutrition, you know, how much exercise your breed needs, how much time, you know, what kinds of things they're going to need, i.e. a kennel. We're going to want an area for this dog to be confined because we're talking about a puppy. And until you do the work, there's no guarantee that they are not going to poop and pee and chew up your house. So we need to get a kennel to be able to kennel train them. Get them in area, a nice, alone, low traffic area in your home that people will not be going in and out of because you're now bringing a small, little, new animal into a big, new area with lots of new smells, new sounds, new things, new items, new everything, and it's pretty scary. And he might, he or she might be a little bit overwhelmed. And when that happens, they need some space. Let them process on their own. Don't overwhelm them. And please, people, just a tip, free training tip, don't carry your dogs. Do not pick them up and carry them. They have four legs. Good luck. Good luck me trying to tell Hannah not to carry that dog with her all day. Hey, I'm the trainer. I got this, Will. The only good news is it's a schnauzer. It's it's small. It's little. You know, if it jumps up on you, it's not that big. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah, I'm dreading this. You know, there's the potty training. Yep. Not that I'm dreading it. If I were in charge, hey, piece of cake, let me at it. But two the, things. They've got to do this. They do. Which means I have to let go. That is not. Do you know how difficult it is as a dog trainer to let go and let my family raise this puppy, train right. this puppy? Right. Especially the early stuff. You know, it's like. 
you know, I'm freaking out about early exposure. I'm freaking out about potty training. I'm freaking out about mouth manners and the dog getting things in its mouth that it shouldn't. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's like, oh man, it's, we're getting it August 16th. It's going to be freaking hot. The puppies not want to go outside and you actually use the bathroom. Folks, the worst part is I'm this dog's trainer. So. No, the worst, the worst, the worst part is, is I'm your boss. Exactly. And I'm, I'm like, you better deal with this dog exactly. and my wife. You better train my wife. You better. I gotta do this right. I gotta do wife. this right. You better train my wife. Oh my wife, goodness. Man, you know. Oh my. It's. My it's, marriage could be, you know, this, this could be a matter of whether or not you keep us together. Oh, Jordan. you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know what? So I, I've actually decided, um, that, one of the first steps for Hannah's uh, plan specifically, not just in general, is I I do highly recommend, this is my recommendation as your consultant, yes, that yes. you do receive that trip to Hawaii oh, yeah. um, because it'll be a good way to make sure that uh, – you 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 aren't getting too involved with this dog. I think I think uh you know the Big Island should be where you're going. I, I, I enjoy it. I think that I should. Yeah, babe, if you're listening today, that's the recommendation of your trainer. And you know, things don't get better if if you don't listen to the people that you hire to exactly help you have success. So. Precisely, I'm the professional. Well. I'll tell you, I like where this training is going yep. already so far. I, I, I like this. Yeah. I like this. I like But, it. uh, let's, uh, let's talk about preparing the home, right? Yes. So we've, we've got a vet lined up. We've got nutrition. Okay. We've got exercise. Yep. We've got yep. a confinement area, i.e. a kennel. We have a area for the dog to rest and sleep by itself if it gets overwhelmed, especially in the beginning. And we've also discussed not carrying your dog let your dog walk around let your dog explore things let your dog sniff and smell things right allow these things to happen now let's talk about those that mouth Mm -hmm. there are lots of things about a dog's mouth that you need to be worried about the first folks i get it you love your dogs they love you they do they really do they wag their little tails and they're licking all over your kids and all over your faces. No, please, please, please. Anything that goes into your mouth, your kids' mouths, or even your kids' faces and your faces, do not let your dogs lick those things or those parts of your body. Dogs' mouths have bacteria that are not good for people and can make your children and yourself very, very sick. Now, If it's important to you, if it is important to you, make sure your dog, your puppy, cannot get to it. If it is important and you don't want to have to replace it, or maybe it can't be replaced, make sure your puppy cannot get to it. Because again, until you do the work, there is no guarantee that they are not going to find a way to put it in their mouth. You know, we've got to take a quick break uh, to hear from our sponsors, but when we come back, um, let's talk a little bit about Supervisor Confine. Ooh, and yeah. also about um, maybe, you know, how do you do that crate training thing? Absolutely. We may have a little bit of time for that. I'm your host, Will Bangura. And I'm Jordan Marsteller. And you're listening to Pet Talk today on 1100 KFNX. We need to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after these messages. 
Welcome back, everybody. I'm Will Bangura. And I'm Jordan Marsteller. And you're listening to Pet Talk Today here on 1100 KFNX, where we take your calls and answer your pet behavior and training questions each and every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Maybe you've got a crazy cat or an out-of-control dog. Maybe you got a new puppy. Maybe you've got a bunny that's bonkers. Maybe you've got a rabbit with bad habits. Doesn't matter what kind of pet you have. Doesn't matter what kind of problem you have. We're here to help you deal with and, and solve all of those nuisance pet behaviors. Before we went to break, we were talking about getting a new puppy and what you need to do. Absolutely. So we were discussing if you care about it, don't let your dogs get to it because we can't guarantee if they are or aren't going to chew it. So we use a process called supervise or confine. Do not feel bad if you have to kennel your puppy folks okay here's the thing we get it that you love them and we also get it that you have a life and you have a job and you have children and you have things to do and also just like your dog you like your personal space so you will either a have your dog on leash connected to you in your eyesight all the time to prevent pooping peeing chewing jumping trash rating counter surfing name nuisance behavior or the dog will be in their kennel do not feel bad if you have to kennel them okay this is how we rectify these behaviors and we condition the proper behaviors step one prevent the behavior from becoming a habit we do that by not even allowing it to happen then when the desired behavior occurs i.e pooping and peeing outside not chewing on my shoe like walking by and not even looking at it not even trying to sniff it we reward we mark and reward these behaviors so let's talk about one of the big ones potty training okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a brief little rundown make sure you come back next week when we can get really in depth with some of these things and and as far as the potty training getting in depth folks if you need help with potty training go to the pet talk today podcast do a search for it go to uh, season one episode 16 16. all about potty training now i want you to keep a log okay you're going to keep a log every time your dog poops every time he pees every time you feed every time you give water Find the pattern, take them outside when it is time to go. Mark and reward. Plain and simple. Okay, there's a lot more to it, but watch that podcast. That's the general idea. Let's talk about chewing on things. How about, how about the crate training? Because Ooh, crate if we're training. talking about if the number one rule is ah, supervised, yes, yes. The puppy, let's talk the about crates. The puppy's unleash in your eyesight at all times, and if not, you're crating the puppy, but... Let's, how do you create? How do you All right, crate? yeah. So let's say that you, we're just going to say you have a dog that is really, really scared of the crate, really just terrified at the sight of it. Okay. Well, every single meal that that dog has, in the beginning, I want you to put the food bowl next to the crate, right next to it, every single meal. Do this for about a week. Then I want you to put the bowl inside of the crate. Just right inside the doorway, not all the way in the back. Do that for about a week. And I know this is a slow process. I get it. Then I want you to move it into the back of the crate. With the door open, allow the dog to eat their food inside of the crate. 
Okay. After about a week of doing that, you're going to close the door while they are eating their meal inside of that crate and then open it afterwards. And then you'll extend the time. You get the idea here, right? You slowly extend how long after they finish their meal that they stay in that crate. Now, once they are in that crate without food present, just to kind of help them relax and settle, you can get yourself a little blue puppy Kong at Petco online from Amazon or Chewy. Uh, you know, from some online website, stuff it with peanut butter and then throw it in your freezer. Then right before you put them in that crate, you let them lick that Kong just a little bit and toss it into that kennel. They're going to get real excited and real distracted by it. Get them in there and then slowly close that crate door just a little bit and then open it, mark and reward them. And do it again, just a little bit longer, mark and reward. And then again, and you're slowly extending this time that they are staying inside of this crate. But once they get to that point that they are going to have nothing and you're closing them in there and you're leaving them alone to make sure that they are nice and calm and relaxed, make sure they have that Kong. Make sure that frozen peanut butter is in there for them. It's going to last them a while. Peanut butter already takes a while for a dog to take care of. All right? Now, in the beginning, I get it. I get it. If your dog isn't crate trained, we don't want to freak them out. But I'm saying you either crate them or you watch them. So what does that mean before they're crate trained? Well, sounds to me like you're watching them or you have a neighbor come over and watch them. You have a family member come over and watch them. A pet sitter come over and watch them. Puppies aren't cheap. Folks, okay? Some people are very, very lucky that they find a $10 Labrador Retriever in the parking lot of a Walmart, and then they get home with that dog, and it's absolutely a clean bill of health, no anxiety, no aggression, no fears, no phobias, immediately learns how to be potty trained, eats the cheap food, is good to go, doesn't have any problems whatsoever, never needs to go to the vet, and lives to be 13 years old. But that's the pipe dream, okay? If you want a puppy, you better prepare your pocket. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm going to, uh, coin that. I like that. If you want a puppy, you better prepare your pocket. Puppies are not cheap. They require lots of preparation. Okay? So, that's about all I am going to talk about. You know, this one, I want to let Will kind of, we talk a lot about mark and reward. Right. Right. If, if people haven't been longtime listeners, they might not know what does mark mean. Exactly. So we use a marker system in our, in our training. And what a marker is, it's a signal that lets the dog know that they're getting a reward. And we use that marker to identify to the dog you're getting a reward at a specific time. So, for example, a dog sits. As soon as their rear end hits the ground, we mark that behavior, and that lets the dog know that they're getting a reward. Because learning theory tells us we've got zero to a half a second to get food in their mouth for them to connect the dots cognitively. Well, why am I getting the food? Well, if we're crate training 
and we get the dog in the crate, we need to reward that dog within zero to a half a second of getting in that crate. Well, can we do that effectively? Well, maybe not. So we create this marker system. Some people use clickers. Some people use a word, an auditory marker. But you precondition it. You go click, treat, click, treat, click, treat, or say yes, give a treat, yes, give a treat, yes, give a treat, yes, give a treat. It's called associative learning or classical conditioning. You're conditioning the dog that the word yes means treat. You'll never be late if you can spit out the word yes at the exact moment the dog's doing the right behavior and if the dog was conditioned previously to know that yes means treat. Real easy to do, 30 high-value food rewards in a row, yes treat, yes give a treat, yes give a treat, 30 times in a row, three days in a row. Now you start using that marker every time they do the right behavior. You mark with yes. Yes means I must Give the food reward. It is a promise to pay. You always pay. Now, to get more information about marker training, to get more information about clicker training, using a reward marker system, go to the Pet Talk Today podcast again. Do a Google search for Pet Talk Today podcast. Go to Season 2, Episode 9. In that episode, we talk about clicker training. We talk about marker training. And that's critical because that is... Um, a critical communication system that allows you and your pets to achieve greater success much quicker because the communication is more precise. And when communication is extremely black and white, when it's extremely precise, and when you can motivate your pets and they can connect the dots cognitively, learning happens quickly. It's only when our communication is jumbled, when it's mixed up, um, that they don't understand us. We are out of time. It's been a fantastic show. Jordan, appreciate you being of here. Of course, of course. To all of our Facebook listeners and all of our regular listen, listeners on 1100 KFNX, we appreciate you being here. We'll be here next week from 9 to 10 a.m. Again, another episode of Pet Talk today. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. We'll see you next Saturday. News. Talk. Sports, the pulse of Arizona, 1100 KFNX, Phoenix.